Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shalom. Think of a time in your life when you felt completely and utterly out of your depth. The waters threatening to overtake you, the journey just a little bit too challenging, the goal too unattainable. Maybe you had just started a new job or attempted a new skill or tried to learn a piece of music outside of your comfort zone. Who was there to help you? I know I have had many of these moments And it is thanks to many mentors and kind patient helpers along the way that I stand before you here on this bima tonight and not laying on the ground of a practice room somewhere completely defeated by an advanced piece of music. (laughs) In Parashat Akev, Moses brings many of these challenging moments for the Israelites back into the light once more, moments when they were humbled by their God, recalling specifically the trauma of the golden calf, and the Israelites' painful journey through the wilderness. In both instances, God was pivotal in changing the tide for the Israelites, providing them with water and manna in the desert, and giving them a second chance when they were impatient and turned to false gods. Moses warns the Israelites to never forget God's divine role in those instances, And he also expresses fear that their sense of entitlement may grow as they reach the ultimate goal of the promised land. He urges them to take time to thank those that made it possible along the way and to avoid attributing successes to oneself and oneself alone. In essence, Moses asks the Israelites to never forget their humble beginnings. We all start somewhere. Yet many people today exchange humility for arrogance and entitlement when they reach a time in their lives when they've achieved their goals, gotten that lucrative job offer, or bought their dream home. There's a disconnect between who they are today and who they were at the very beginning of it all, someone who may have needed a little help to propel them forward towards their goals. I've been thinking a lot of the start of my own journey to the Cantorate, and to call it a humble beginning would be certainly putting it lightly. My first day in Jerusalem for my year in Israel felt like I was watching season three, episode four of a TV show without having seen any prior episodes. I was in this cohort of incredibly intelligent future rabbis, cantors, and educators, all at different stages in their lives with different backgrounds, and I, well, I was sufficiently intimidated. 
I remember our first meal together, really getting a sense of just how much I had to learn when the whole group broke out in a resounding chorus of the Birkat Hamazon, or the blessings after the meal. This week's Torah portion actually lays the foundation for these blessings, as it contains the only commandment in the Torah for us to bless God after eating our fill. These words taken from the portion and inputted by the rabbis of the Great Assembly in Jerusalem into the Birkat Hamazon we chant today. Many of us Jews know the Birkat Hamazon because of Jewish summer camp, as many choose to teach it to their campers, chanting it after communal meals. To no one's surprise, I chose to go to choir camp growing up. So, this Jewish communal meal experience remained for me a mystery. One Shabbat afternoon, my roommate graciously sat down with me and painstakingly taught me the chant line by line until I finally had a grasp on it. I hope to practice Moses' warning to embody our gratitude for those who helped us get to where we are when I say, thank you, Rabbi Jonathan Falco. <laughs> there were many helping hands that fostered my growth that year among my Year in Israel cohort. Community is created in Israel quite quickly among the cohorts of students as we cling to each other in a foreign land, often not knowing anyone going into the experience, and we soon bonded over our intense love of all things Judaism. This week, our community is reeling after the loss of one of our classmates, Leah Anderson, who started as a rabbinical student at HUC but ultimately transferred to Hebrew College. She was one year away from being ordained as a rabbi, and she died tragically last week at the age of 29. Leah was one of the people with whom we shared this sacred space, learning with her and from her, as she was our classmate and our teacher simultaneously. She was an unapologetic feminist transgender Jew who shared her perspective and her Torah every day. She was unafraid and brave in her stance, chanting Torah and davening with women of the wall, holding steady as onlookers who disapproved hurled insults, yelled, and often even threw things to get their message across. Leah believed in an image of God that knew no gender, saying in an interview, if we box God into a human binary, we are limiting the concept of God by trying to understand God in terms of human identity. To take the powers of God and put them into a limiting box of human understanding, that is a type of idolatry. Moses warns in this week's Parsha the dangers of idolatry, expressing fear of the Israelites' hardened hearts toward their God. And from Leah's teaching, we know that idolatry can take on many forms. She was going to change the world with her Torah, and I couldn't pass up the opportunity to tell you about the trailblazer that she was. I thank her for teaching me in the time that I knew her. May her memory not only be a blessing, but may her teachings live on through those who are privileged to hear her Torah. Make your gratitude known. Show those who were there for you when you needed the mo them the most that you care. Express and embody radical amazement every time you wake up and you get to do the things you love 
and remember your roots, which laid a foundation for the life you lead today. No one walks this path of life alone. What will be your response to success? Humility or arrogance? Ramban remarked on this parsha that remembering is the antidote to arrogance. Remember your humble beginnings and consider lending a hand for someone else who has taken up the torch of feeling out of their depth and lost in the wilderness, for you were once the stranger in Egypt. And I'd always praise your name. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Elohim,